signed this player, Cole Beasley, who was on the team until last year and said all this racist tweets and anti... Not racist tweets, but um, anti-COVID tweets. Was the Bills team? Until last year, and he, was, he did all these COVID tweets. Like COVID, like COVID, no, not real, and COVID. Don't get the jab and that sort of stuff. And Don't get the jab. Wow, okay. And then they... Genius. Um, then they cut him, and they cited, you know, differences. And then he got signed by another team, and he decided to retire instead. And now he's back with the team, with the Bills. Really? Mm-hmm. And he made some sort of excuse that he was just frustrated with the world at the time, and it's not who he is, and so let's move on. Hmm. So not that he's an anti-vaxxer, but he, he just be. felt like in that moment... Oh, okay. Um, but maybe. But why do you feel compelled to apologize? I mean, they brought him back. I think he wanted to address the issues. Hmm. That was very, very nice of him. Thank you, Cole. Cole Beasley is the perfect name for a dog. Yeah. Like, it's actually a dog's name. And you don't really hear that a lot. Both you know, of them. that's a dog's name. Cole and Beasley yes. can be used as dog's name. Yes. I'm trying to think of another name that's like, oh, that's a dog's name. Besides if you named your kid Rufus, I suppose. Buster Poindexter. You mean not Buster? Buster, Buster Poindexter. <laughs> Rufus Sewell. It's like, god damn it, my parents gave me a dog name. A fucking dog name. Chuck Woolery. Oh. I love Chuck Woolery. He's the one who says back in two and two and he flips his hand around. <laughs> Remember that show about people that would what was it, like blind it or like beloved you watched you saw them on a train? They were going on the date. Who what was it? It was that? a game show called like Second Chance at Love or something? No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You either stay or go. Change of heart. Change of heart. God, that was epically good. Yeah, I was coming Let's up. Let's find that on YouTube. I was taking the train up the last like weekend or the second weekend, third weekend in September of 2001. After the towers had fallen from D.C. Mm. to New York to see you. And it was me on that train car and two contestants from Change of Heart. Wow. And how did you know? Were they wearing Change of Heart name tags? No, we were just talking. There was two other people, I think. But we were talking about why were we headed up to New York? Mm. Like, what's your deal? Like, four-hour train ride just with four people in the car. And people weren't going because why of would 9-11? You go into, yeah, why are you going to New York City the next weekend? Didn't I come to visit you the next weekend? Oh, yeah. Right. We were madly in love. I was worried about you. I was more worried about you. There was no what a crazy deaths thing. in Washington, D.C. I know. I know. You know, I've never really asked my brother about that day. He was in Midtown. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he was in Midtown. He worked for the Bank, bank of New York. And my sister was downtown, and I was in, I mean, this 34th Street Midtown. Yeah. I mean, I was just worried... Sick to my stomach about your sister because she took oh the train there. Oh my god. I took the train there with her. Right, but. Right, well, I mean, she worked across the street. Yeah, but you took the train up to 34th Street. 
No, I got out at World Trade with her. Why? Because we... I don't know why. I think I must have taken... I didn't know that until today. I was never nervous about you because I thought you were taking the train uptown. No, I got off at World Trade and we walked through and we said we would go shopping because it was my birthday. We were going to go shopping in the mall in the basement of World Trade Center together. And then how did you and get And then I must have taken the, the six. This, oh, oh the maybe six. the F. But I think I probably wanted to avoid Penn Station. You know, the path is like in like that like annoying right. spot right there. I started to cry and break down just because your sister saw it. I mean, if it was you too, I would have. Yeah, it was me. And I remember sitting at my desk and I would listen to the radio because I used to have to go in so early and they would make me open the office and one of the architects that worked there smelled so bad of urine that I would spray down his entire chair with Lysol in the morning. <laughs> and then I would sit at Did my desk. Did he his chair? I think so. And then I would sit at my desk and listen to the radio and I was like an admin so I would do like administrative assistant work they treated me like garbage. And, um, excuse me, and I would listen to the radio and I heard them say, we have reports of a, I mean, this mm. is, I'm like, I don't, this is what I remember. I remember looking, it was like a clock radio where the letters, I mean, sorry, the numbers were red. Sure. So that's what I was listening to. So like I can vividly see it in my brain and them saying something like we're getting reports of a passenger plane hitting the World Trade Center. And, and I, and I interpreted that as a, like a Piper Cub. Sure. Um, and then I called that's Alex. Think too. And she picked up and she said the horrors that she could see. Yeah, crazy. And I just left. The like the people in the office were like, Why are you leaving? And I was like, Are you kidding me? I am leaving this office. I'm not sitting two doors down from the Empire State Building when the World Trade Center has been attacked. Like, are you kidding me? I was so naive to it being an attack for a long time though. Not until I I mean, not an attack, but I think I must have known. I must have known because I remember walking through Times Square to try to get to the river and thinking, oh my God, what are you doing in Times Square? You're a moron. Get out of Times Square. Mm. So I clearly knew something. The best thing I did that day was like 90 degrees in D.C. or something, 80 degrees. And... They excused us from from Carolyn Maloney's office. And the chief of staff or someone was like, don't use the train. And I did. And I didn't think at the time that he had any inside intel or right. anything. And I did. And I got home in 20 minutes or whatever it took. And there were kids, because we had been there for a week, that just got lost and... Took them hours oh my to god. Get home. Oh my god. And they had to walk it, you know, it was four miles or whatever, five miles. And I'm just happy that I just got straight there. Like Right. I mean I can't remember I think they were sitting, thinking of shutting down the subway. Yeah, I mean the shut the subway was shut down in New York. Um I mean this at least that's the way I remember it because I walked to the river to get out of ferry. Right. But I remember my sister coming through the door. Like it was like, I mean, I remember that her coming through Did the apartment, she was down? alive. Yes. Yeah. And, and she had brought this Japanese intern from Maryland. Each other's arms. 
We were all, I mean, David, we What was he doing there. when you were I don't bald. remember, but we, I remember we just, I mean, you're just frozen. It's just frozen. That's how it felt. Um, and I think they knocked down some sort of telephone service when the towers oh, fell. That would make sense. And I remember my mom couldn't get a hold of us until like very late in the day. And I mean, she was beside herself, yeah. obviously. Was she emotional on the phone too? I don't remember that. Mm. Um, but then I remember like Hamilton. Remember that woman who was like the head of like student activities? And then, and then Lisa and Andrew ended up being friends with her. She started like an email chain of like, is everybody okay? And people were just like chiming in that they were okay. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was totally mind-blowing. And then I think we just drank. And I said to Alex... Were there bars open? Do you remember? Were there... Well, not that day. But like oh. the next... Like the days after that when nobody was going to work. And um, my sister and I were living at Black Bear. Black Bear had such good food. Black Bear did have good food. That was a good bar. Yeah. That bar did not smell like bad, dirty rubber mats. I can't believe we invited the DJ back to my sister's apartment. You he have... must have thought he was going to have a threesome with sisters. Like, that's how disgusting that is. I I would think 95% that, but I hope instead 5% of him could have gone to the back room at the kitchen and say, there's two girls in my back to her, their apartment. They're like, oh, those two? They got a reputation around these parts for constantly inviting people over to homes and not realizing that all they are is leading people on and they didn't mean that at all. <laughs> you did that at least another time. <laughs> it was so not intentional. I was dating you. Yeah, what does it say about the guy that we both both knew? He was ready to just Oh my do god, it. he was so ready to cheat. He did not care. Was he, he in was a relationship yes. also? And he did not care that he knew you very well when he thought I propositioned him to come back to my apartment. Yeah. Wow. One of your most proudest moments. <laughs> <laughs>